Where we're going, we don't need roads. Hop into the tracking the draft time machine. Get the puck on the move. He reminds me so much of James Neal. I think he's a better goal scorer than Billy Garrett. He's the best goal scorer in the draft. And let's see what we can learn from a past player when looking at this year's crop. <laughs> plays like John Carlson. So what do those guys do? They're able to make the plays in the offensive zone. Like Brock Besser, he's got the deadly accuracy. Nikita Kucherov immediately came to mind when I saw him play two years ago. All right, in Time Machine, we're going to go back in time to compare somebody to the 2020 draft and then go ahead of time uh, to, to take a look at the 2021 draft. Uh, where are we going as far as back in time to the 2020 draft? Oh, so, so currently 2020 draft? You bet. We're going we're gonna to jump on Robbie or Venti, uh, you know, a real good left winger uh, playing in, in Finland. And, you know, a player that, again, I've watched for a number of years, and, and all he's done is continuously improved his game. And, and you know, similar uh, players like that that are a little bit taller, a little bit gangly, not as physically mature at a younger age, you know, you, you can see that they have some skills and you're watching. But really what becomes, becomes it's like, it's like watching, it's like watching uh, a loaf of bread rise as you, as you, as you cook <laughs> it, right? You know, you, you know, when it starts off, like you, you're not going to eat the bread. And then you see, oh, yeah. And then you start to see it, you know, rise. And then and as it cooks through, it, you go, well, geez, I can hardly wait to slice into this. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel about Robbie Urbenti. A very excellent skater, a really, really good skater who uses it to impact the game for checking you know, be disruptive, you know, create chances in many different ways with that skating. But, you know, as he's mature, he's also now harder to knock off the puck. He's harder to stop from getting to where he wants to get to. He's more confident making plays with the puck. He's more confident shooting the puck. So this continuous evolution of all the areas of his game, for me, has been really impressive. I mean, if you ask me, I mean, I get this question all the time. People, who are the risers? And everybody wants to know well, who's rising from from the bottom of the first round into the top ten. Well, Robbie Urbenti to me is is one of those risers because watching him over time, he just better and better and better and better every single time. I think he's really good. Now, the guy I go back to, and I'm going to I'm going to compare him more to where he was at, where he's at now in his NHL career, and what he's done in his NHL career. And you know, when I consider what he is, I look at Brandon Sod. He's a Brandon Sod type of player, I think. That type of player that, you know, can play with really good players. They can play in different situations. You can move him around your lineup. He can kill penalties, but he's quick. He's fast. He's hard when he needs to be. And and I think players like Brandon Sod, I mean, it's no accident he won two Stanley Cups. I think players like that become really, really important to the success of a team. And I think Robbie Urvente can have a similar type uh, impact on a team. Do, do I think he's going to be a top, top winger? No. But do I think he can be an important winger on a good team? Absolutely. Assad uh, had a 31-goal season uh, with Columbus before coming back to uh, the uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. Is do you see um, in in uh, in this player, uh, Robbie Jarventi, uh, a guy who might be able to have the similar goal total, more goal totals? I've I've read that he has a dynamic shot. 
which is fair. But here's what I would say to you, Dean, is is that Brandon Saad's not a 30-goal scorer. He scored yeah. 31. Once, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, I, so, it's fair. So, so the, the way I describe Brandon Saad is not as a 30-goal scorer, but as an all-round player that can be important to your team in so many different ways. So that's where I see Robbie. Okay. Maybe he'll score 31 days, maybe, but he's not a 30-goal scorer. That's how I see it. So, you know, I think, again, when we, you, you, when we talk about players, and I always say, what's your calling card? A player has to know what his calling card is. If, if you're going to try to be something you're not, you're not going to be very good at it. So you better know what your, what your skill set is. You better know what your attributes are. And if by extension, you, 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 you can end up scoring 30 goals one year, great. That's awesome. But don't start thinking you're a 30-goal scorer. Yeah, it's interesting. Brandon Saad started out with the national development team, uh, ended up in uh, Saginaw. Uh, where do you what do you see with this uh, youngster next year? Do you see him playing in the uh, Finnish Elite League? Uh, what what do, what do you see him doing? Well, he's going to have games in the Finnish uh, Elite League, play on the World Junior Team. I think he's got every opportunity to be a member of the World Junior Team for Finland. You know, and so I mean, again, like he he he's not a player that's going to advance mm-hmm. here and in in, into the NHL in the next two years. He, you know, gets drafted, you know, plays in the SM Liga, plays at the world junior level. And then as a 19-year-old, you know, probably more regular in the SM Liga, you know, becomes more of a factor uh, in the world junior group. And then, you know, where where will he be at at 20? I mean, it's two years. But, you know, before before he's ready to play in the NHL, and I mean contribute in the NHL, I think he's going to probably – uh, need some time in uh, in the, another year in the SM Liga as a 20-year-old or he comes over and plays in the American Hockey League. But I think at 21 is really when you're going to be looking at this player coming in and being a contributor to your team and being comfortable being a contributor. All right. Earlier, uh, we talked about uh, a player going to Michigan and you mentioned the name uh, Owen Power. That's where we're going for 2021. Hey, it's a great name. Like anytime you have power in your name, uh, it's great, especially when you're six foot five. So tell us about this young man. Listen, he, 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 he very well could end up being the first overall pick. I mean, we talked about Atu Ratty, who I think is a, is a guy leading the, leading the pack for the 2021 draft, the Finnish centerman. Owen Powers right there with him. And his game as a defenseman, he controls the game. And, and, and the comparable I've used for him is, is Chris Pronger. Wow. You know, he's long, he's lanky. He's not mean like Chris Pronger, so I don't want to, you, you know, present that part. Not of the many game. are, Craig, eh? No, there you go. You're right. Not many. <laughs> very few have been. And, and, and mean and vicious. Chris yeah. was mean and vicious. Uh, but, but Chris controlled the game. He mm-hmm. controlled the game. I remember, I remember being at a junior game in uh, Peterborough. And uh, Dennis Patterson, longtime scout with the uh, uh, Philadelphia Flyers. I, uh, we worked together in Minnesota for a number of years. And we're watching Pronger. And Dennis was a defenseman. He was the, he, he was a American Hockey League defenseman of the year. Really good minor league defenseman. Uh, I remember sitting with him in Peterborough watching Bronger, and Dennis leaned back to me and he goes, "This guy could play the game in a rocking chair, yeah. you know." And, and and that's and that's what Chris did. I mean, and he made it look. He passed the puck. He understood where the where the next play was, where the play after the next play was, and every other play read the game, etc. That's how Owen plays the game. He, you know, where it looks like he might be in trouble. Oh, what? He just made that outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh boy, he just escaped that. And and it's not maybe you know with a with a quick uh, skating move. It's it's with a six foot pass that he knows how to relieve pressure. 
but his, his command of the game is, is so significant. His hockey sense is outstanding in terms of reading the game, understanding you know what's unfolding on a defensive side, how to take advantage offensively. I mean, he was almost a point of game player mm-hmm. for the Chicago Steel and the USHL, and. That is not an easy league to play in because they forecheck hard and it's a heavy game down low and Owen Power meant every challenge. And, you know, he, he's been committed to go to the university route. He, he would have been a high, high pick in the OHL if he would have chosen that route. But he's committed to going to Michigan. And, you know, and we talk about physical maturity. Once all that physical maturity, he's going to have even more of, a, of an impact on the game. Clear cut, number one defenseman. That controls the game in every regard. I had uh, the distinct pleasure of being able to watch Chris Pronger for that season in Edmonton, and uh, there, you wouldn't believe people were complaining because they thought he was lazy, but he was just such an efficient <laughs> skater. He wasn't. It didn't. You know, some. He's, he, you know what a duck looks like underwater, paddling <laughs> like crazy, right? And Pronger is just so effortless and controlled the game. And 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 oh. how you describe that is so is so good to hear. Is this a guy that? is going to be a power play quarterback as well. I mean, you talked about a point a game in the USHL. Uh, this guy can control the game in his own end and and quarterback the power play as well? Well, here's what he's going to be, okay? He, he's going to quarterback the uh, defensive zone play. He's going to quarterback the uh, neutral zone play. He's going to quarterback the offensive zone play, the power play, the <laughs> shorthanded situation, transition game, hard games, heavy games, skating games. Like he's like like he's like to me he's going to be a star number one defenseman in the National Hockey League. So and and when you talk about Chris, it's, it's amazing. Again, I'll go back to Peterborough. I remember in his draft year, two other scouts going, "Ah, this guy's so lame. He's not yeah. competitive." That I had the luxury. I've known Chris since he was like thirteen years old. Is my wife's aunt worked with uh, his father Jim in uh, Dryden, Ontario. So you know, watching you know knowing about Sean and knowing Chris. So you know. Chris Pronger, like anybody that wanted to say that he was lazy yeah. or not competitive, give me a break. Yeah, yeah, you weren't paying attention if you thought that. But believe it or not, that you know, we talk about did he go end to end? Did he go rushing end to end? No, didn't have to. Could he? If he, but yeah, could he? Yeah. He did if he had to. But ask any player that ever played against Chris Pronger what it was like. I'll tell you. I hope I can tell this story quick. We were. We were in uh, Dallas, and Ken Hitchcock was our coach. Rick Wilson and Doug Jarvis uh, were our assistant coaches. And, uh, you know, we're, you know, Chris and St. Louis were, were a good team. And, you know, we were talking about playing against uh, Pronger and trying to get him uncomfortable. And, and Ken Hitchcock said, Well, we got to get somebody to run him. We got to get somebody to. They, and I remember Rick Wilson just sitting back. He goes, Yeah, exactly. Who is that going to be, Ken? Like, Chris Pronger knows who's after him before they know they're after him. (laughs) Like, you know, like, so, you know, sometimes you just got to play a player straight up and you got to just say, this is what we're dealing with. This is how we're going to play against them because you're not going to ever unsettle a Chris Pronger. Yeah, like, and, and the idea that you could, you're delusional. Right. And, and, you know, Ken laugh and, you know, it's good to have that voice. Hey, listen, I know what we, what we would like to do. And it might work against a lot of defensemen. It was never going to work against him, right? So I think Owen Power is the same thing. Good luck. You, you better you better play him straight up because when the game starts, they're in it to win it. And you better come in with the same mentality or they're going to take full advantage of you. Great stuff as usual, Craig. Thanks for the time. And we'll chat next week.
We will, Dean. Thanks. This is a serious message. Craig Button joins us on the Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports Hotline. Become a scout and make money while providing prospects to the Ultimate Franchise Hockey League. Pay that man his money. I'm your huckleberry. Check out the details at www.uffsports.com. It's serious. I like it a lot. I said we got a winner. UFFS, you own the game.